Live with CDP Sports Talk, a weekly sports and entertainment podcast sponsored by Barry Cullen Chevrolet. Live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn. And on audio via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Radio Public, and TuneIn. Now, here's your host, Chris Palme. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 51 of Live with CDP Sports Talk. Weeknights at 8 o'clock, also on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key in Metro Atlanta, and also sponsored by Barry Cullen Chevrolet, 905 Woodlawn Road West in the Guelph Automall. Check out barrycullen.com for the newest selection of new and pre-owned GM vehicles, or give them a call at 519-824-0210, or email them at info at barrycullen.com. I hope everyone's doing well on this Thursday night. Uh, big sports night with Major League Baseball, the NBA playoffs, and of course the National Hockey League Stanley Cup playoffs with the Leafs uh, taking on Florida in Game 2 tonight. But my guest tonight, uh, his name is Brian Shanahan. This is his second time on my show, and he's going to come on and talk about the National Lacrosse League, uh, which playoffs start this weekend. So I'm really looking forward to speaking to Brian. He's also the father of uh, Bandits goalie uh, Devlin Shanahan as well. Good evening, Brian. How are you doing? I'm very good, Chris. How are you doing? I'm good. Hey, this is a great time of the year for sports. You got the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, the National Lacrosse League playoffs, and so much going on right now. No, it's pretty exciting, and you could probably guess which NHL team I'm cheering for tonight, all right? Definitely. And uh, what, what's the mood like in Toronto after the first loss to Florida briefly? I, you know what? I think everybody's taking that in stride. It's just the first game. So, uh, but but tonight's a must win. You don't want to go down two nothing, especially, you know, with the first two games at home. So so yeah, we'll see if they don't win tonight. The mood will be a lot different. But uh, if if uh, the Leafs can win tonight, I think everybody will be feeling good about them. Definitely, and uh, yeah, it's a seven o'clock game. So, anyways, uh, we'll get we'll get into it right away, Brian. So I can get you out of here before seven o'clock. But uh, I wanted the first. No problem. The first question I wanted to ask you was, what are your thoughts on this 22-23 National Lacrosse League season, and who were some of the teams that su- kind of surprised you, and a few that kind of had disappointing seasons? Um, I would say that surprise. Uh, you know, maybe that the uh, you know Panther City team that you know they had a good start last year. You know, as an expansion team, so it's it's not a huge surprise, but almost that they. I thought they had a chance for the playoffs and they seemed to almost cruise into a playoff spot. So that, that was pretty good that they continued, you know, what they started last year and, um, you know, making a playoff spot, um, disappointments. Uh, I don't, well, I guess, I, I guess, let me go to another surprise. Rochester, the way they started the season was a big surprise. I can't remember if they were six and oh or seven and oh, seven and yeah. Yeah, seven and zero. They got off to a great start, and you know somebody asked me early in the season whether you know I thought it was for real, and I said no. This was when they were about three and zero. I go, no, I don't think it's for real. And then they went in to win a few more, but then they did come back down to earth a bit. And I guess the other surprise, kind of a disappointment, was um, the start with the Georgia Swarm. Uh, they they went zero and seven to start the season. They finished strong, uh, but but not strong enough to make the playoffs. But uh, but yeah, that was a surprise how poorly 
they started and, and a lot of it was just bad luck you know they they were 0 and 7 but not as bad as their record and i'd have to say also you know with rochester starting 7 and 0 i think they weren't as good as their record and you know things kind of evened out for both teams you know later in the year and as usual look at the east standings buffalo and toronto 1 2 again and then halifax i think halifax is a better team than their 10 and 8 record to be honest with you yeah you know i think halifax uh when they're when they're good they're really good. And, and, you know, we've seen that lately they, you know, they had a really strong game in Georgia on the week when they had to win and they, you know, they won it pretty convincingly in the end, they, they took a close game and they turned it into a, you know, a, whatever it was, 17, 11 or something like that. But, um, but they've also been bad at times. So, so it's a hard team to read, although I expect them to play well in the playoffs. Even, even last year, the same thing happened. They got off to a really hot start and then they stumbled but, you know, in the playoffs, they played a really strong game against Toronto Rock. I, I expect them to do it again. And I, To me, a lot of it is the leadership on that team. Uh, you know, a lot of good players. But, uh, you know, first and foremost, I think Cody Jamison, uh, he turns his game up a notch in the playoffs, and he demands that his teammates do. And he's such a good leader. I think he inspires his teammates, you know, that they really believe in him. They believe in themselves. So they're going to give Toronto a tough game. Have they made an announcement yet about the Rocks uh, relocating for a couple years yet, or that they're going to wait until the end of the se- after the season's over? Um, I'm kind of guessing they're going to wait. Well, at, at this point, they're going to wait. I mean, I, I heard rumbers, uh, rumbles, and rumors months ago, and, and you know, and I was, you know, I thought it would be coming out within a few weeks. Uh, so that leads me to believe that whatever decisions they were thinking about. Uh, at the time, you know, they, they may have been rethought. I don't know. So, so I know there, there's a lot of possibilities. It's it's too bad they're leaving Hamilton because it's really turned into you know a, a great place for them. They're getting great crowds, um, and that place is rock. You know, anything over eight thousand, and that place is rocking. And you know, and they've had uh, close to ten thousand a few times. Thirteen thousand the last time the Bandits were in town. So I th- I think it's really worked out well for them. It's it's too bad they're going to be out of that rank uh, for possibly a couple of years. Yeah, they just lost the Roy Child team to Brantford uh, for three years, the Brantford Bulldogs, and I don't think they're coming back to Hamilton when a team changed the name of the city as well. But, yeah, I, I definitely would like to get back to a game there as well because I find the environment there is really good, and they do a really good job with the in-game uh, presentation at the Rock Home Games as well. Yeah, yeah, they sure do. It's a, it's a it's a fun game to be to and, and or to be at, and really, uh, you know, I loved it when they played in. Uh, well, it was the Air Canada Center back then. You know, when they played in front of nineteen thousand fans. Uh, but let's face it, if you ten thousand fans, in in you know the Hamilton first rank is way better atmosphere than ten thousand fans at Scotiabank. Definitely agree. Okay, I'm going to get on to the next question. I want to just briefly ask you, since I have you on here, Brian, what are your overall thoughts on the expansion team, the Las Vegas Desert Dogs? I misspelled that right there. Sorry on my graphics. And do you see the lacrosse working out long-term in being there, the Golden Knights, and then uh, the Oakland A's are most likely moving there? Yeah, you know what? I, I, I think um... – I, I think Vegas can make a goal of it. I'm probably more worried about the crowds in Panther City uh, so far. But, 
you know, Vegas has really turned into be a, a pretty good sports city as we, you know, we've seen with hockey. And if you'd asked me 10 years ago, I wouldn't have believed it. I mean, it, you know, part of it was, you know, uh, the Vegas Knights hockey team came in and I think they went to the Stanley cup final. They went very, very far their first year. So the fans have always had something to cheer about and, but they proved to be a, a pretty good market for sports when, you know, Back in the day, I just thought it was it was all visitors going to Vegas just to gamble. So I think the Vegas uh, lacrosse team will do well, and, and I think um, and I do think they'll be an improved team next year. I would love to see I them just had find to shut a off way. My phone. I would love to see them find a way to get the first uh, uh, the, the number one draft choice. Uh, 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 um, Sean Williams' son, who's going to be Sean Williams, is 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 a coach. And manager in Vegas, and I would love to see uh, his son as the number one prospect. I would love to see Vegas find a way to get him. See if that helps. Okay, I think we're back. Brian? Oops. Okay, Brian, are you back? I can see you. Okay. I no, apologize no. for I, that. I guess. Oh, no problem. Was the, that you, not me? I, I, the I, I think that was on me. I shut my smartphone off. I think the, uh, the smartphone oh, okay. was using up too much Wi Fi. So I shut it off completely. So okay. I apologize for that. So overall, that's a good idea, yeah, I Vegas, what do you, what, 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 yeah, for me, that's what yeah, happens. So was, sometimes, yeah, so I, I think I think Vegas will do well in the long run. I'd like to see, I don't know if we caught this, but I would like to see them find a way to get uh, Sean Williams' son, the number one draft choice uh, in the, uh, I would like to see them find a way to get, get to pick him because it would be great if he'd be playing for Vegas for his dad and, and you know, he'll be a great player. And I see the National Lacrosse League uh, recently announced their attendance went way up this year, which is great across the league. So uh, that looks good long term for this friend, for the uh, the 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 organization, and uh, hopefully they can get that 16th team uh, in the next couple of years too. I'm assuming it would be on the the West Coast because right now there's eight teams in the East and seven in the West. So I'm assuming if they do decide uh, expansion in the next two years, it would be on the West Coast. Yeah, it seems to make sense in terms of balance. I'd, I'd still there's there's a few east eastern areas I'd like to see a team. I'd like to see a team. Speaking of sticking with the West, go back to Edmonton. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see a team in in Montreal again. I remember the one year Montreal had a team. It was pretty exciting, and 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 they did bring fans out. So, yeah. So there, there's a few Canadian cities that I'd like to see. Obviously, being Canadian, I, I'd like to see that first. Definitely. All right, Brian. Well, the NLL playoffs start this weekend. So what are your thoughts on the uh, first round matchups, both in the West um, and East? Well, I'll start with the East for you. I, I mean, I, I think Buffalo should beat uh, Rochester. Um, they split their regular season, but, you know, I think Rochester caught them already by surprise. Uh, not, not to say that Rochester is a bad team, but I think the Buffalo Bandits, are a better team. Uh, I think they're also healthier now than they have been most of the season. It, it, it's pretty amazing Buffalo's record 
since they went through a ton of injuries this year, but it, it seems like everybody's back now. So I think Buffalo should take that. And, and, and let me say, and, and even with these predictions I make, I don't think any of these games are going to be easy. Uh, Toronto Rock, Halifax, I, again, I'm going to go for the favorite, but I think it'll be a tough game. Um, it's hard to go against Toronto with the season they've had. And then again, I, I think Halifax, Halifax has been better at home than they have on have been on the road. In uh, in the West, uh, I'm going to take Calgary over Panther City. Um, Calgary, I think, is a very well coached team with a great goal. In fact, they're so well coached they they lose they seem to lose a superstar every year, and it doesn't affect them. You know, losing Curtis Dixon to San Diego, losing Dane Dolby a couple years ago to San, and and they still come back, you know, and have an excellent record. And, and, and of course, uh, with Christian uh, Del Bianco, he's, he's a great goaltender. So I think, you know, having a great goaltender can make a difference. And then that finally brings us to Colorado and San Diego. I do think San Diego is going to win, but, uh, you know, they've, they, they've got so much talent, very deep team. Uh, but, you know, with, with Colorado, even last year, last year they were 10 and 8 and they won the whole thing. When you have a goalie as good as Dylan Ward, uh, you can ride him. So if Dylan Ward gets hot, he can frustrate oppositions. Uh, I, I think Pat Coyle, the coach, does a good job of coming up with a game plan for whoever they're playing against. And uh, But I still think San Diego's going to get this one. So some picks, first round, all the favorites, really. San Diego, Calgary, Buffalo. I agree with you, Brian, on three of them, but uh, for some reason, my gut feeling is telling me Halifax is going to shock the Rock because I know there's some fans already talking about the Rock and Bandit in the next round, but I just, for some reason, I just believe Halifax is going to stun them. Well, well, I think for me, the key for a Toronto victory, I think the longer it's a close game, the more it will benefit Halifax. So I, I, I think. Uh, key for that game for me is that Toronto ha- has to get uh, to the goaltending uh, goaltending early. So um, Warren, uh, oh, I'm having a, a mind cramp here. But the goaltender in Halifax, sometimes I think he's hot, sometimes I think he's cold, uh, and um, and I think Toronto has to get to him early. And any difference. I think Nick Rowe has been the best goaltender in the NLL this season, and, and part of that is the the defense around him. But uh, you know, what's Warren Hill? Sorry, Warren Hill on Halifax, who's a good goaltender, but I think you know sometimes he can be hot and cold, just like his team. So I think Toronto is to get to Warren Hill early, and uh, and I think that that that'll be the key. But it's, yeah, if Halifax can stay in a close game for a long time, that puts a lot of pressure on Toronto. Definitely agree. Now, out of the four games, do you, which one do you feel was be, would, would most likely possibly be going to overtime if there is going to be one? Um, you could see that in Halifax, Toronto, for one. Uh, last year, I believe it was overtime when Captain Challen Rogers scored the winning goal. Um, and um, but I also think Colorado. And San Diego. I don't know why. Like, like San Diego has the far better record this year, but you know, at Colorado, another team like Buffalo had a lot of injuries throughout the season. I think everybody's back now, but uh, 
you know, I, I just, I'm a big fan of goaltender Dylan Ward. And I think if he plays the way he has often done in big games, that could keep it low scoring and tight. And I could see that one going overtime too. What are your overall thoughts on their new TV deal with ESPN and USP, uh, ESPN University and also on TSN Game of the Week and uh, the, the East crew and the West crews on TSN? Well, I think it is great that they're getting a game a week on. Like, you know, in, in the States, uh, in, in TSN in Canada, I, I think it's great that we have a game a week. I think a lot of that, like from a Canadian perspective, you know, I, I'm more familiar with the fact that we have, you know, a good number of Canadian teams and, uh, you know, I think makes, you know, TSN game of the week a really viable option for fans. And then that's the other reason why I'd like to see a few more Canadian teams. I'd like to see... I'd like to see uh, TSN do for the NLL what they've, you know, helped do for the CFL. I mean, I, I really do think the TSN CFL deal really saved the CFL, and it's 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 very popular. They get good television ratings, and and it's helped them a ton. And so, uh, if we had a few more Canadian teams, I think it could be a lot more, you know, similar to to what we have in the CFL in. Uh, you know, in Canada, you know, you just, and, and TSN, I think also does a great job of promoting their product when they, when they latch on to something like, like the CFL or like, uh, or like world junior, uh, the world junior hockey tournament, they promote the heck out of what they latch onto. And, and I think it, it's a great partnership. All right. One thing also too, is I know some of the teams have their own radio deals. I believe Albany does, and the bandits obviously do with John uh, Gerkler, who does a great job, by the way. He just uh, he recently sure did his 350th game for the bandits since 2004. And their public address announcer, who I've had on my show, uh, Chris Swenson, Chris Swenson. He's, he's, a great he's been guy. doing it since 1992, and it's like, wow. And, and that's what I love about this league is – you see how loyal these guys are to the league and uh and John really does a great job as the voice of the Buffalo Bandits. Yeah, I I've worked games with John. I I've met Chris many times. Both great guys, both great professionals. And and you're right. Lacrosse is a small world. It's a small community. Everybody knows everybody. And uh you know and I, I agree with your assessment of both of those guys. And in fact I, I, I think John Gertler is one of the most underrated play-by-play guys i think he does a fantastic job i love his style i love this style of play-by-play that's more like the uh you know the canadian hockey. i want to hear i want to hear all the action even though i'm seeing it i want i want the play-by-play guy to be getting excited tell me what's happening as it's happening screaming whatever and and i think gertler does a great job and and you know to me I, I think he calls it like, you know, the Canadian hockey tradition that yes. I love. You know, that's the style yes. of play-by-play that I want to hear that, that Foster Hewitt started. And, and, you know, it's kind of funny, too. You know, it started on radio where, where the play-by-play guys had to describe everything that was happening. You know, so the viewer li- – or not the viewer, the listener could imagine. But, but that same style carried to TV, even though, you know, it does seem kind of funny that you're – you know, they're telling you he shoots, he scores when you're watching it. But it works, and I love that style. And and you know, and Gertler, you know, is, is one of you know one of the Americans who calls it that same style that you know many of us like in Canada. I I love it. I love uh, listening to John Gertler and Randy Mearns, who I, I played lacrosse with in Six Nations in Brampton, and uh, you know, and the whole crew there in Buffalo. And and the guys, 
guys in Toronto are very good too. And honestly, the guys all across TSN, like I'll, I'll give props to everybody. I've been really lucky. Uh, this league and the announcers and, and that have been great. And Bud Bailey, who covers the bandits in Buffalo, uh, Bud's been on my show a couple of times. He loves lacrosse as I think as much as he, he likes any of the other sports and he's at every bandits game and he's like an encyclopedia of information. Yeah. You know, it's good to have, you know, some of these beat writers who've been around forever and, uh, you know, and, and, and because there is a long history in this league. I mean, the bandits started, I believe in 92, you know, mm -hmm. Toronto rock started in 98. And, uh, yeah, some of us, I, I've been involved with the league since 98, since the rock started. Uh, and, and, but I, I was a fan. I was probably a fan when, you know, when Buffalo first came into the league, a lot of my teammates at the time were playing for Buffalo and, uh, you know, I, I've loved the game since, since then. And you no, know, it's good to see, a lot of guys who have been around it for a long time and still around it. I just wish when I was growing up in the seventies and eighties, I had more exposure to lacrosse because obviously hockey, baseball, football, basketball, I had exposure, but I, I'm telling you, if I had watched lacrosse earlier in life, I would have been hooked on it sooner. Where, where did you grow up, Chris? I grew up, I was born in Sault Ste. Marie, but I grew up in Oakville in the late 70s and early 80s. And back then it was Maple Leafs, Blue Jays, Argonauts. Um, obviously, they didn't have NBA back then. But back then, I, when I was a kid, I played ice hockey. I played street hockey. But uh, but you know what? It's never too late. And the last couple of years, I really enjoyed following lacrosse. And I'm still learning the game every day. And, uh, just, and, and having guys like you on my show, man, is just amazing. Oh, very much. No, and and you mentioned Oakville. Oakville's become a hotbed in lacrosse. You know, partly due to the you know Jamie Dalwick, owner of the Toronto Rock, his facilities in Oakville. It's just a, you know, you, I'm sure you've probably been there. It's a state of the art lacrosse, and, and yeah, Oakville is one of the many hotbeds in Ontario. So if you grew up 30 years later, you would have been playing lacrosse too. Well, like I said, it's a great sport, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up, Brian, because I know it's almost uh, game time tonight, but I'm going to put you on the spot with this next question. Who do you see as a dark horse in the playoffs, sure. in the NLL playoffs, and uh, who do you see getting to the NLL finals and actually winning it this year? Um. If I had to pick a dark horse, I don't think a dark horse is going to make it to the finals. But if I had to pick one, I, I would go to Calgary. Uh, and, you know, and how much of a dark horse are they in? And I think they finished a 13 and five record. Five, I'd say yeah, if, so. if you could even call them a dark horse, it's because because nobody expected them to be this good at the beginning of the year, especially after losing Curtis Dixon. So I think they're, they've proven to be a dark horse already. Um, and, and, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if they went to the finals, but. Uh, I'm I'm gonna predict the finals will be the Toronto Rock and San Diego, and you Toronto know what? Rock. It could just as easily be the Buffalo Bandits and uh, and San Diego. I do think San go. Diego is gonna be the team from the West to make it, but it's gonna be another great battle between Toronto and Buffalo, I believe, in the East. Hey, and one thing too is this one game series this weekend. Anything could happen, and then even in a best of three. I, since I got you on the spot, I'm going to wrap this up shortly. Um, yeah, do you no think eventually the NLL should make the, the first round a best of three and then have the other series go to best of fives? Or do you or you like the setup they have now? 
I think the setup they have now works logistically because they just don't want it. You know, with if, if the league ever gets to the point where they're playing on weekdays, then they can consider it. And I wouldn't mind that, you know, you know, playing, you know, all week, finishing a series in a week. But, you know, the way it is now as a weekend league, I think you can't expand it any further. I, th- I think uh, it's just right as it is. But, yeah, I'd love to see the day where these guys are full-time players, you know, playing you know, a four out of seven in the finals, it would be my dream, but only, only if it was, you know, playing, uh, you know, like, like an NHL NBA schedule. But right now, if it's a weekend league, you don't want to drag it out too long. Definitely. And uh, I'm hoping in the future, the regular season will go from 18 games and, and bump it up to 20, at least give the teams a, at least another home game as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love to see them eventually get to like a 40 game season full time players all making good money. But, uh, you know, it's come a long way already. It's come a long way already. So I'm not complaining. I I love, you know, where the league is at now compared to 30 years ago. And before we wrap it up, who's your pick for coach of the year? And uh, just thoughts on John Tavares, the job he's done in Buffalo. Yeah, he, Tavares has done a great job in Buffalo, especially. It's a different year this year because, you know, previous years, that, that you know, everybody else. This year they've struggled, but they still finished with the best record in the NLL. They, they've won a lot of close games, which may help them, you know, in, in the playoffs. Last few years they are, you know, winning big time throughout the season. When it got close in the playoffs, you know, they lost those close ones that counted. Um uh, he's a candidate for coach of the year in, in my books. I think coach of the year. I, I also think Matt Sawyer's done a great job in Toronto. I, I'd say between Matt Sawyer in Toronto and Kurt Malowski in uh, in uh, Calgary. So uh, I don't know if Sawyer's won it yet. So I, I'm going to put my. Uh, I know it sounds like I'm being a homer, but I, I'd put my pick into Matt Sawyer to win it. Okay, no problem. And. Uh... I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to put you on the spot right here because I know it's almost 7 o'clock. Quick thoughts on the Maple Leafs uh, winning their first round series against Tampa Bay. And just how do you see this Florida series going game-wise? Like five, six, seven games? I I think it's going to go six games. Um, I think the Leafs are going to take it. Uh, Yeah, I was very nervous the last round uh, because the, the Leafs have been so close so many times, game sevens. And they, they seem to, you know, in the past few years, lose that big one. So, you know, when they went to overtime in game six, I was almost feeling sick, thinking about how badly I'm going to feel the next day if they lose. But thankfully, the other John Tavares scored the big goal for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. So though that Tavares family knows how to score big goals. So that was, that was pretty exciting. I hope to see more from uh, John Tavares, Mitch Marner, Austin Matthew, and the boys. Yeah, doing this podcast show, I've gotten to know Mike Ross, uh, Sean Bowen, who's Joe's son, and uh, some of the other people with the organization. And also, I've been a, a lifelong fan of your brother, Brandon. So, you know what? I uh, I, I really, even though I'm a Red Wings fan, I, I hope the Leafs uh, do well in this playoff run and, and their fans have uh, suffered long enough. Oh, no, that's good. And I was a Red Wing fan for about 10 years, so... Uh... Those 10 years I, my brother was there. I yes. still have his jersey. I still have his Red Wings jersey. So I'll wear it the next time I have you on. Excellent. Excellent. All, all right. Hey, Brian, I would talk to you more, but I'm going to let you go. Enjoy the game tonight. And uh, thank you so much for coming on live with CDP Sports Talk again. Thank you, Chris. It's my pleasure. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Thanks.
All right, guys, that was my guest, Brian uh, Brian Shanahan. I almost said Brandon, his brother. Uh, Brian Shanahan, he's a NLL analyst, uh, writer for Indoor Lacrosse. He's also a five-time Man Cup lacrosse champion, and he was introduced into the 2019 Etobicoke Sports Hall of Fame as well. And uh, the Leaf game starts on at 7 o'clock against the Florida Panthers tonight. It's uh, I wouldn't say a must-win for the Leafs, but I would say it's an important game for the Leafs tonight. You don't want to fall down 2-0 to Florida, going back to Florida for games three and four. But the Leafs are 1-3 and three at home in the playoffs at the Scotiabank Arena, and they're 3-0 and all on the road. I have always found the Leafs have always played better on the road than they do at home because there's so much pressure in the city of Toronto on the Leafs as well. All right, guys, before we wrap this up tonight, uh, again, I want to say thank you to Brian Shanahan for giving us a little bit of his time to talk about the National Lacrosse League and their upcoming playoffs. Last night I was at the NBA, the National Basketball League of Canada's regular season final at the Kitchener Memorial Auditorium where the Titans defeated the Express 128-117. And I did a post-game interview with Tanner Stuckman from the Windsor Express. I'm just going to put this interview on now and I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. One second, guys. One sec. Technical difficulties there. Chris Palme here at the Kitchener Memorial Auditorium after the Kitchener-Waterloo Titans defeated the Windsor Express 127-118 to 118 before 914 fans here at the Kitchener Memorial Auditorium in the last regular season game of the year for both these clubs. Uh, Windsor is going off to play the Subway 5 this weekend up there for games 1 and 2, and the Titans are in London for game 1 and 2 as well. I have a special guest with me. And he is from Quincy M24, Tanner Stuckman from the Windsor Express. Tanner, thoughts on the game tonight? Uh, it was it was rough, but it was kind of, uh, like you said, kind of an old-school basketball game. It was high scoring, not a lot of defense, I would say, from both sides. Um, you know, it got really competitive there at the end, but the, the main goal tonight was just to remain injury-free, uh, make sure everybody was healthy to kind of pre uh, prep us a little bit for playoffs. What are your thoughts on this team so far this year going into the playoffs? Well, I think we're getting better and better. You know, I think that we started out the year, um, you know, kind of high beating London uh, at their place, which wasn't, hadn't been done and I think it was like five years, something crazy. Um, you know, then I think we kind of hit a rough patch in the middle of the year. But, you know, beating Sudbury at home, uh, you know, this past week was, was really big for us. And so I think that, you know, we're kind of taking that momentum and heading into the playoffs playing that. Thoughts on Jamiron Jackson tonight? He can shoot it. You know, he's been doing that all year. You know, so everybody's like, oh, my gosh, he can shoot the ball. It's like, I, I see that every day in practice. You know, I see it every day or every game. Um, so, you know, I, that's nothing's really shocking me at all. You know, I, he can really get him up and he makes them. So um, I'm glad he's on our team and not any of the other teams. What do you like about your game uh, going into the playoffs right now? Uh, I think it's getting better. You know, I think that, um, you know, I like to compare and contrast a little bit. You know, I looked at last year where I was at, and I think it's night and day different. You know, I think I'm a lot more consistent this year, a lot more efficient, uh, you know, a lot more bigger and stronger than I was last year. And I think I have a bigger role, you know, coming off the bench. Uh, and also, you know, the starting lineup has been back and forth. But, you know, for the playoffs, I'll be coming off the bench and, and playing a bigger role than I had last year. So I think that I'm improved, and, you know, I'm looking to improve uh, in the future. What are your thoughts on the uh, Subway 5? Uh, high scoring. You know, they are a team that loves the run and gun. They get out, they shoot a lot of threes. They have a lot of weapons. You know, I think that they are the most dangerous team in this league uh, across the board. You know, they got multiple weapons. Um, you know, so I think it's going to be a tough test for us. But, you know, I think that we're ready for them. Um, and I'm excited to play them. What are your thoughts on A.J. Mosby? A.J. Mosby, man, he is, he's phenomenal. 
you know, I think he is a guy that he's a really good facilitator, but he can also he can get he can get a bucket. You know, he's a guy that is really good getting downhill. Um, you know, I think that he is one of the, the best guards in this league. Uh, so we're going to have to find a way to, to shut him down or, or limit him uh, as much as we can. And the first two games are in Subway. What days are they again? Friday and Saturday? Friday, Saturday, yeah, back-to-back, which, you know, isn't the greatest for playoffs, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, so, you know, we got to find a way to steal one. Definitely, and you guys will need to get your uh, rest going to Subway uh, tomorrow morning as well. Um, again, Tanner, I want to say thank you so much for uh, doing this, and uh, good luck against the Subway 5 on uh, Friday and Saturday. And you can watch those games on NBLC TV if you can't attend uh, live as well. And uh, good luck against Subway, and thank you so much Appreciate for doing it, Chris. Tanner. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. That clip was courtesy of my YouTube channel. If you already have it. Okay. Hey guys, I am back. I apologize. It was technical difficulties. Again, uh, thank you to Tanner Stuckman for coming on uh, live with CDP after the uh, Titans defeated the Express last night, 127 to 118. I am back here and I apologize for that. There was a technical uh, glitch as well. Just bear with me, guys, and we're going to wrap up this show shortly. But uh, again, oh, Dan, the National Basketball League of Canada uh, playoffs start this weekend. Kitchener at London, uh, game one is Saturday, May 6th. And then the second game is Tuesday, May 11th at the Budweiser Garden in London. And then Windsor takes on Sudbury, and their games one and two are Saturday night and Sunday in Sudbury. So if you can't get down to Budweiser Gardens in London or uh, the Sudbury Community Arena, you guys can watch the game live stream on NBLC TV at 7 o'clock for both those starts as well. Uh, for the record, I am picking London over Kitchener in four games, and I'm picking Windsor uh, in five over Sudbury. So we'll see what happens there. Guys, uh, as as we had Brian Shanahan on tonight, uh, the lacrosse playoffs start this weekend. San Diego, Colorado on Friday night, and Halifax in Toronto on Friday night. Saturday games are Rochester at Buffalo and Panther City at Calgary. I've got San Diego, Halifax, Buffalo, and Calgary all winning this weekend as well. And guys, if you can't get down to the first Ontario Center tomorrow night in Hamilton, uh, the TSN National Lacrosse League Game of the Week is going to be on tomorrow night, Friday, May 5th at 7.30 p.m. Uh, with Halifax at the Toronto Rock in Hamilton with uh, John Abbott doing play-by-play, Pat Gregor, color analyst, and Ashley Dawkins as the sideline reporter. So tune into that as well. And uh, also, I'm looking forward to the Rochester-Buffalo game Saturday night in Buffalo at 7 o'clock. And that game will be on ESPNU or TSN.ca, or I believe you can listen to the Bandits game on the radio with John Gerkler and Randy Means as well. And John and Randy do a great job uh, with the Buffalo Bandits as well. 
since I'm uh, wrapping up this show, guys, the next live with CDP Sports Talk, sponsored by Barry Cullen Chevrolet, Monday, m- Monday, May 8th at 5 p.m. Eastern, with my guest Bill Schott. Can uh, Bill Schott is my guest. He can be currently seen in uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's uh, movie. Uh, monster on Nick on uh, Netflix as the Milwaukee police commissioner. And Bill has recently appeared also on young Sheldon snowfall and the thriller thriller mid century. And Bill shot is also best known as Mr. Latch Tate on uh, Disney's uh, wizard of uh, Waverly place and played Thomas in the fairly uh, brothers film, the ringer. So I'm looking forward to speaking to Bill shot about his career as an actor and a comedian and uh, his current work on Netflix as well. So that'll be season five, episode 52 this Monday night at five o'clock as well. And I just going to do some other things too, guys just want to let you know live with CDP sports talk is uh, live streamed on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. And I want to say thank you to everybody watching on live stream. And Live with CDP Sports Talk is on weeknights at 8 o'clock on radio station WQE 99.1 FM, the key in Metro Atlanta, the home of Southern Talk in sports. And I want to give a shout-out to Ryan O'Neill, their station manager, for putting me on, on the radio station as well. Finally, guys, just wrapping this up. I know we got hockey coming on. Live with CDP Sports Talk is also uh, available on ad audio platforms as well. Uh, you guys can check out my website, beacons.ai slash Chris D. That's beacons.ai Chris D. as well. Live with CDP Sports Talk, again, is sponsored by Barry Cullen Chevrolet Dealership at 905 Woodlawn Road West in the Guelph Auto Mall. Check out barrycullen.com for the newest selection of new and pre-owned GM vehicles, or give them a call at 519-824-0210, or you can email them at info at barrycullen.com as well. And right now, guys, uh, look at it. you guys can look at a 2023 Chevy Equinox. 3.99% financing up to 60 months. And anyone that's an eligible uh, Costco member uh, can receive up to a $750 bonus on select SUVs as well. So please contact Barry Cullen Chevrolet, especially if you're looking for a 2023 Chevy Equinox or even a 2023 Chevy Trailblazer, uh, which I absolutely love uh, my RS Sport model with all the bells and whistles on it and uh, thanks to Nathan Lodd uh, for selling me that vehicle as well finally guys you can uh, follow me on TikTok uh, at live with CDP I post a lot of content there as well StreamYard is the official live stream provider of Live with CDP Sports Talk. If you're into webinars or podcasting like I am, I would highly recommend StreamYard.com for webinars or podcastings as well. Again, Live with CDP Sports Talk is produced by CDP Media Productions. Yours truly here in Ontario 2023. Live with CDP Sports Talk, the audio version is available on these platforms, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, CastBox, LinkedIn, Stitcher, 
and tuned in. And again, weeknights at eight o'clock on WQEE ninety nine point one FM. And if you turn it, if you turn, if you click on the website tonight, guys, uh, they're going to air my show with Jacques Rougeau, aka the Mountie, that I did yesterday. Uh, it's about a ninety minute show, and Jacques talks about his uh, career in the WWE and also now life outside of wrestling, and also uh, being a promoter for Wrestling Academy twenty twenty three, which takes place this sunday may 7th at 7 p.m at cafe soda in montreal quebec uh with some of canadian canada's most talented wrestlers uh in their semi-finals and uh eventually they will uh have the finals on september 17th so check out uh cafe soda.ca or go to wrestlingacademy.ca as well and again i want to say thank you to jacques rougeau for coming on uh, my podcast show as well. You can also, anybody can email or text live with CDP Sports Talk at cpalme19 at gmail.com or text the show at 519-820-7188 as well. And also, guys, please uh, subscribe and hit like to my YouTube channel as well. And I want to say thank you to everybody subscribing on my YouTube channel. Uh, I have tripled my subscribers in the last uh, year I've gone from I think 60 subscribers a year ago to now 170 as well. And finally, guys, before we wrap it up, uh, some OHL news today: two Niagara Ice Dogs players banned, GM suspended for two years, part of OHL sanctions. The Ontario Hockey League announced Thursday that the two players on the Ice Dogs have been kicked out of the league, and the general manager has been suspended for uh, two years. So um, I just found that out on the OHL website. So there is probably more to this story than I know at this point, but just wanted to let you guys know about that. And as for the OHL playoffs, uh, like you said, um, Sarnia and London are now uh, tied two games apiece after the Sting won 6-3 over the Knights last night. And Game 5 is Friday night at 7 o'clock at Budweiser Gardens. And Game 6 will be at the Progressive Auto Sales Arena in Sarnia Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock as well. And in the East, you got the Peets and North Bay series going on right now. But to be honest, I haven't really uh, followed that series too much, which I should be as well. By the way, guys, uh, I want to say thank you, everybody, for watching and listening to Live with CDP Sports Talk. And again, to Brian Shanahan for coming on here tonight and giving me some time before the Leaf Florida game at 7 o'clock. And the other game tonight, I believe, is um, just trying to think who the other hockey game is on tonight. There is another hockey game on at 9.30. I think it's what? Seattle? Dow no, I think it's I think it's Vegas and Edmonton tonight. I think Vegas and Edmonton tonight at 9.30. And NBA playoffs, you got the Lakers and Golden State at 9 p.m. Can LeBron and Anthony Davis and the Lakers take a 2-0 lead over the Warriors going back to L.A.? I think the Warriors will win that game as well. And also, guys, some sad hockey news today. Former NHL player, former Red Wing, former Oiler, uh, former Lightning King and Penguin, uh, Peter Klima, um, passed away today at the age of 58. Uh, Klima spent his first five years in the NHL with the Detroit Red Wings from 1985 to 1990. And he was also a part of the tr big trade with the Oilers in 1990, where it sent Peter Klima and some other Red Wing players to Edmonton as part of the deal for Jimmy Carson, which unfortunately never worked out the way the Red Wings wanted to. So rest in peace. Um, 
uh, Peter Klima. And uh, again, uh, he passed away at the age of 58 today as well. And that's about it, guys. Uh, thank you again to Brian Shanahan from, uh, for coming on Season 5, Episode 51 today and talking about the National Lacrosse League and previewing the playoffs with me and uh, a little bit about the Maple Leafs uh, matchup with the Florida Panthers tonight in Game 2, which is underway uh, right now from the Scotiabank Arena. So I hope everybody has a great night, enjoys the weekend, and uh, my next Live with CDP's po podcast be Monday night at five o'clock with Bill Shot, an actor, uh, comedian out of the Los Angeles, California area. And I'm looking uh, forward to speaking to Bill about his career in acting and uh, as a comedian as well. And he was recently on my friend Gray, Grace Fragas' uh, podcast show as well. So, a really good guy as well. So, all right, everybody, that's about it. Have a great evening. Enjoy the NHL playoffs, the NBA playoffs, and, of course, the National Lacrosse League playoffs. And make sure, guys, if you can't get down to Hamilton or Buffalo this week, you can watch the games online or the game of the week on TSN tomorrow at 7.30. Halifax, 10-8 and 8 against the Rock, 13-5. and 5. 7.30 with John Abbott, Pat Gore, Ashley Dawkins. They do a great job on TSN. And if you can't get down to Buffalo, Tune in to John Gerkler and Randy Means Saturday night from the Key Bank Center. All right, guys. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you Monday night at 5 o'clock with Bill Schott. Thank you for watching and listening to Live with CDP Sports Talk, brought to you by Barry Cullen Chevrolet, and weeknights at 8 o'clock on WQEE 99.1 FM, the Key in Metro Atlanta. We'll